those nights again. Yeah, you bring Victor back in and all his callers. And all his, with all his pluckas. With all his pluckas, exactly. With all his pluckas. <laughs> hey, uh, big shout out to everybody last week. Uh, the cast and the filmmakers from the, the movie, the just released movie on Amazon, uh, Return to Nahasa. Yes. Yes, that is released. Definitely go check that out. Amazon Prime. Um, I think even just regular Amazon, you can ask to watch it. Uh, check it out. Rate it. Review it. What did uh, Jennifer say? A, an honest review. Yeah, they both did. Chris yeah. and Jennifer said honest an review. Honest review. We had we had such a blast with uh, Rick and Christopher and Jennifer and Claudia coming in. Uh, that was a blast. We had so much fun, and the the movie's out now. So definitely go check that out. Return to Nihasa. Nihasa. I keep wanting to say Road to Nihasa, like it's a Bing Crosby Bob Hope movie or something. Yeah, <laughs> we're on the road to Nihasa. That sounds that sounded almost Elvis like. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, nice job, Jimmy. Thank you. And then also we've got, what do we got coming up Saturday, right? Saturday night. Already. Uh, already this yeah, Saturday. Yeah, now Valentine's Day show at the Legacy Room. Laughs at the Legacy Room. Laughs at the Legacy, as Jimmy likes to put it. Yes. Uh, we have Derek Murray, Sean Williams, Kane Holloway, and the very funny headlining Helen, Helen Hong. Hong. We're keeping our streak alive with all female headliners. Hashtag ladies of legacy. The ladies of legacy. Or should it be the ladies of the legacy? The legacy Are, ladies? Legacy ladies? Uh, that, I don't know. Yeah. If we start running out, though, the first dude has to wear a wig. Just so, not for us, to for them. we got to slowly adapt them. Yeah, we, we can't get into it too quick. With know, that, like, with it, like yeah. wig only, maybe heels only, but, you know, a slow move into the uh, the penile headliner. Wow. Because we, we we, we've been killing them with the, the estrogen. They love yeah. it. Uh, well, hey, you know what? The thing, they're, they're like funny, and I'm not, so... Yes. Uh, I'm all for it. Um, thanks, everyone who came to the Bray Improv last week. Brian Monarch, you rock. Um, let's do a show there. A lot of fun there. Um, have uh, Kayvon wants to come do Legacy, just saying. Absolutely. And uh, you had our boy Gus with you? Yes. Gus Arredondo was there. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, good crowd. Um, it was my birthday show of sorts. Your pre-birthday show. February, of course, everyone around here knows, and all our fans know, that February is... Roy Brewster birthday month. Yeah, all month. All month long. Not till the 25th, but I mean all month. All month. Every day of the short month is your day. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we went shopping. We went, did we? Oh, Jimmy and I went shopping Saturday. We went shopping. Oh, we had so much fun. We were skipping and holding hands. and Almost. And and we went, actually we went and set up a, a event on the 20... The 23rd of March. 23rd of March. We're doing a benefit for um, Atria. At Atria. At Atria. They're raising money for the Alzheimer's Foundation. Yes, Alzheimer's Foundation with our, our, our old friend uh, Stephanie. And uh, uh, you, you're you going to have to hit that last name. I am so sorry, Stephanie. Bjorn Jolfson. See, I'm intimidated by that name. Yeah, if it's spelled out, it looks awful, but just Bjorn Jolfson. Look at the picture she posted on the video. Huh? She posted a, she did a photo comment yeah. on our video we just did. Oh, did she? You have to look at it. It is hysterical. Uh, well, all right. I mean, this makes good radio, me looking for like a video thing. And so are they now. Well, no, they're not. No one's listening. Well, there you go. Right? The only reason anyone... Oh, be, be negative. <laughs> tell them not to look. See, now you're laughing at it. But like Roy said, waste of time. Don't even try. No, go over there and look right now, Stephanie. That was funny. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. We'll, we'll share it with our guests. Let's bring her in. We don't... That's see, our, well, she's, see. Trying to, she's trying to get out of here early. Well, I already talked to her. Well, then. I, I talked to our guest. She says, I'm going to get out of here. Like, well, you got 15 minutes, Miss Wee. I'm big. I don't have time for your shit. She already said it. Well, exactly. 
See, we got shut off. Can't even talk to us yet. <laughs> well, if you bar the doors and shut her mic off, then that may be some illegal shit right that, there. You know what we would be? No, yours not even on? Yeah, I'm in a different room, just to let everyone know. So and I got so, Chris. so the thing that cracks me up is this is kind of what she talks about. And I got Chris in here, so he's my witness. So this is all you, if you if you bar- barricade her in there. Okay, well, we'll, we'll just go ahead and start. Okay, um, pretty excited to have our guest in tonight. Um, talked to her quite a few months ago um she's releasing a book coming out right now and that's kind of what i'm being right now is kind of like that what she said um <laughs> that's that's kind of what it's <laughs> what i'm being but anyway um <laughs> the name of her book is she did she dated the assets but married the good guy she's also written a book married sex smash crash and burn um tales from the edge of celebrity Oh my gosh! Oprah Magazine, Huff Post, NBC, CNN. Why the hell is she here? But we're excited she is. Oh, we'll bring her in now. Shannon, Bradley, Collery. <laughs> Hello. Huh? She's well, here now. Welcome in. At, well, listen. I feel that I am not prepared because I did not wear my nipple tassels or a diamond-studded, you know, thong. I told you. Well, I know. I'm very, I feel, I'm in my pajamas, and I just don't feel prepared. And you know, that's usually Roy's dress code, but he also <laughs> let us down today. Um, we had a big star coming in today, so I dressed up a little bit. <laughs> I did take off the tie, but I mean, I'm still in work attire. Roy, Roy smells very nice. He smells very He good. always does. I think it's Noir Dracar or something. No, smells, not tonight. Not tonight. No? Is it, is it the, uh, the... Is it Canoe? Is it no. The, that's my dad's. <laughs> my dad's. It's a canoe. But you know, you know what it really is? It's the it, it's the Avon in the Mustang bottle. Oh, I'm not sure what that is. is Have you ever seen my grandma used to always get those that the, the Avon used to come and they look like. But does that mean you're metrosexual? What I mean, what does that indicate about is that, is, about where is you are some in your that, life? Is as that a that man? stuff from uh, Anchorman? <laughs> I don't know. Is that the stuff from Anchorman? The guy no, that was, behind the that cabinet was, there. That was Panther. Panther. That's right. Panther oh. something. Okay. <laughs> no, I think tonight it's chrome. You smell quite, quite that, that, that's, enticing. That's, that's my, why you're wishing you wore something else. If, that, well, that, exactly. Chrome is Thank my God shit. God, there's a table between yeah, us. Yeah, chrome is my shit now. That's that, that's my deal. <laughs> well, see, I usually they laugh at what I usually wear. I wear Sean, I, I wear I wear Sean John. Oh dear. <laughs> I do. I love Sean John. I did it one night and they put me in a Sean John outfit with my head sticking oh, out. Oh, that like, was awesome. Yeah, that was great. I'm wasn't sorry, it? I missed that. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. It, you it, could it, always come back. Though. You'll never come back. You'll never you come back. You'll now. see. I'm well, not coming back. Well, first of all, there's no food. You know, I have water. Oh, oh, water's good, but... Water, we need water. We I mean, need water. I thought you brought a flask, but I guess... No, you said you brought a flask. Well, I was lying. I was kind of hoping... We could send Chris down the corner real quick. <laughs> watch. Chris will go watch. To ask him. You gotta, uh, Chris, ask A.M.P. him if they have a flask. <laughs> I got a flask at home. Look at He's looking over your shoulder now like, who's talking about me? He's like, I'm glad it came by. I was just coming by to say hi. Oh, dear. Okay. <sighs> this thing, I told you it was going to go to hell real quick. <laughs> well, we, um, well, Roy told me you were coming in, so... Uh, yes. Look you up, see what's I'm going on. I'm very professional. Yes, I am you a, are. An, a professional and, person. And, oh my God, you are an accomplished author. I'm you, stayed. This, this is your third book. Well, yes, it is. Um, I I've been just kind of booking along. Uh <laughs> Well, oh my Boom. God, that was bad. That was unintentional. Is this um, thing on? <laughs> Hello. I'm going through a prolific phase, which I think was triggered by menopause. I mean, a lot of people shrivel and die, but I just seem to be becoming more of what my husband is having to deal with. <laughs> well, so that really happens? Too much woman. Yeah, it does. It Don, can. did you hear that? It's not your fault. What, the, the menopause? <laughs> no, the prolific. I didn't even know what that word was. 
She hit he, us with a couple words outside. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. I did say, you know, that Jimmy has a mellifluous voice. Mellifluous. Mellifluous. Mm-hmm. And you I know, can spell it. Here's the thing. I was going to look Ariana, it up. Ariana told, told us. She explained it's it to us. It's a real us. word. Yeah, she, she explained sure it. She broke it down it for us and said, read a book, guys. <laughs> well, no, I was going to look it up on dictionary.com. Yeah. But I realized I don't know how to spell it, so I can't even look <laughs> and see what it means. The word dictionary? Or, dictionary. Oh. Yes. Did you mean... There was a penis in here, I just want you to know, and it was inanimate. I walk in here, I'm trying to be all professional, yes. and yep. I grab the mic and I pull it over, and Zig left it on the mic. It fell right off. <laughs> and it sent me into you know, an, an inappropriate mind what spiral. Is, what have I gotten myself into? But I am a very serious professional. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, I mean, if you look at the accomplishments you have, is. Um, actually quite impressive well thank you um i mean three books a blog a blog mm-hmm. um oh my god screenplay writer <laughs> yeah for for well, quite a while yeah well, yes. let's give her let's give her one her, her web page it's uh write this down it's all one word no spaces the woman formerly known as beautiful.com yes that's her web page yes twfkab correct and it's got everything. It's blogs, excerpts, her books. Uh, I mean, it's it, it, wow! It is well. Full. I like to think it's my Virginia Wolf uh, room of my own, where I can <laughs> do whatever I want. I, that I mean, that's the thing is having worked as a screenwriter for so many years for certain studios. Uh, everyone tells you what you need to do, so it's kind of nice to be able to do your own thing. It's not as uh, uh, you, you don't quite make as much money doing that <laughs> as you do working for other people, but you have the freedom uh, to do what you want. Well, you get to talk about whatever you want to talk about yes. and write about that. I mean, you, exactly. you've got great little excerpts. Your blogs aren't very long. They're informative. They're humorous. They're very they're very easy to read. They're fun to read. And I'm a dude, and these are like pretty much geared toward women, I would think. <laughs> Thank you. Well, and some, and some of the topics um, I've been reading, and, and I shared it with you, like a, a lot of them as you're bringing them up, and some of them are pretty deep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, well, we have been, and I'm sure they're not listening, but we do have neighbors who no, no longer speak to us. Uh, and the reason is I, I started writing about married sex and um, I started interviewing people. I had a lot of people who, once they started reading the articles, wanted to share their story anonymously. But I do often somewhat humorously poke fun at my own married sex life and my husband is such a good sport he considers it to be pure fiction because of course (laughs) he is nothing but a strapping macho you know animal but you know i try to write about what it's really like to be married for 15 16 years and um yeah we were invited to a neighbor's house uh for dinner and at one point in front of a bunch of people we didn't know she said you know, it's just TMI for us, Shannon. We're your neighbors, for God's sakes. And the whole room fell silent, and I thought, wow, this wow. is a, a, a public shaming. But what I wanted to say, and I'm saying it to her now, I didn't remember it at the time. Two days later, I thought, gosh, I should have said, you know, several couples would write to me and thank me because uh, reading those articles made them feel it normalized their life for them. And I had one man in particular who wrote and said, I have to thank you. I don't know how I found these articles, but I just stumbled upon them and I read them all. And I was thinking of doing something very foolish in my 25-year marriage. And I realized that I needed to lighten up. And he said, I'm not going to do the foolish thing. And I got a 
Starbucks gift card <laughs> like a week later. <laughs> and then a week after that, his wife contacted me and she said that um, it had really changed their marriage. Well, we're, so, we're from that uh, era of a lot of this was taboo. Right. It wasn't, yes. you know, you even talk to your buddies about it. Listen, I'm having problems. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm having problems getting it up. I mean, you, you know, but <laughs> it's all true stuff. You just, yeah. it, it's so open yeah, yeah, yeah. now. Well, well, for some of us. Well, some of us. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's so open now. Yeah. But, you know, right. we're in that uh, that era of taboo that it, mm-hmm. it just, you don't discuss that out loud. Oh my, is this too, is this too kinky? Is this, you know what I mean? <laughs> too it's just, embarrassing. It, there was, too, it, we're, yeah. we're growing up with these imaginary lines that couldn't be crossed. Right, and so you know what I mean. So when you get into the conflict part of it, we didn't, we don't know what the how to handle that. You know, it's it's funny. You always walk the fine line when you're work when you're writing a blog. And you know, my mother in law, God love her, she would go back east, and all of my husband's cousins would talk about nothing but my blog. And she'd say, "Well, I guess I should read it." And they said, "Please don't," you know, because she would have been mortified. Right. Um, and so she very graciously opted out of that. But um, yeah, you have to walk a fine line when you're writing something personal because you don't want to hurt anyone that you care about and so I always would check with my husband before I posted something actually snuck a couple by him when he wasn't looking but but he's a writer as well um he's a screenwriter and um you know for him he just supports me as a creative person but when I would write about parenting as my kids got older I realized I I can't really write about their lives anymore it's their personal life um so yeah it's you want to be transparent you want to be I think I think What's great about being creative, and Roy, you know this as a comedian, um, is that you're, you want to tap into the raw, vulnerable places where people really live. And if you can make them laugh about those things, about the pain that they're going through, and normalize it, you know. I mean, not to bring up my book, but I will. Um, oh, that's why you're here. Well, yeah, absolutely. But, bring so, up your book. <laughs> so selfish. Well, you know, I'm sort yeah, right. of, I, I'm sort of uh, pivoting a bit into into doing more. Um, client work with with women predominantly but also men that are in in very painful emotionally abusive relationships and uh one of the one of the things you'll find is when you're in a painful relationship you tend to isolate because you feel ashamed you know you're ashamed that you can't leave it you feel like you're the only person that's in something like this and i was saying to someone recently Valentine's Day is coming up, you know, and there's a lot of compare and despair, especially on social media, because we're all posting these snapshots of our lives that we want people to think this is what my life is like, you know, and no one's life is actually like what they're putting up. Um, And so so the writing I do in the book, it really I write quite a bit about my own struggle. And I spent a good 10 years in two different, you know, emotionally abusive relationships with a lot of rock bottom moments. And now that I've kind of come through them, I can look on them with so much humor. And so I feel like in in my book, I do share some client stories, women who've given me permission, but a lot of it is my own story. And I feel privileged to share it. And um, maybe I should be embarrassed because I got myself into some pretty embarrassing situations, but I'm grateful that I can share it now and hopefully it helps someone else. I'm I'm a big... I really believe that all, and we talked a little bit outside, um, and it's funny because it doesn't only relate to women. Right. It's on the men's side as well. Sure. I was in, I, I was in a really not good relationship, mm-hmm. and it wasn't anything really wrong with the person. It was just a bad relationship. Right. And I stayed, and it comes back to, um, at that one time, and we talk. I don't, I'll share. I, I think that self worth you have yourself 
is really just not you don't feel much about yourself you're like well this is what i have right right and and you just keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper mm-hmm. and deeper and that's just where you live and you find out that you're in a place you've put yourself there and i and i i i say that now all the time is all these bad things that have happened or i mean not bad but yeah okay bad all the things that have happened through my life good and bad mm-hmm. have put me where i'm at today right if i didn't have all that experience to say this was really shitty. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know that something else is really good, and I wouldn't learn. Now, if you don't learn from it, that's a bad thing. But right. I mean, to know you're there. So I don't think it's not only it's both sides, yeah. and I know you agree that too. Oh, I agree yeah, with that too totally. for sure. Yes. But um, it's I can really relate to that. Yeah. Um, well, I, just, I, I, I like I appreciate your approach to it. You have to you have to have the humor in it. <laughs> you do. You know, it and, helps. And, and me and Roy being uh, comedians, you know, we uh, when you start, they always say, "Be yourself on stage." Right, and yes. that, and the one thing they don't tell you though, that's the hardest thing to do. It is because you have to be willing to expose. You have to open up. You do, yeah, and you, you open yourself up yeah. to that. But once you start talking about your personal stuff, and then it becomes mm. therapy. Yeah, you know, like once I once I started putting in my separation and divorce into my act, if you will, mm-hmm. then it became easier to talk about. It wasn't a mean spirited one, but that's mm-hmm. where everyone in the audience is going. I know this one. Oh, yep. Uh huh. Okay. That and one. I remember a couple thanked me after a show. Going, thanks for letting it be okay to be us. Yeah, is what they said. Well, it makes you relatable, and yeah. and I think that uh, you know, social media can be used for good or evil. But I think one of the things that it does is it it puts these pictures up that you you think are representative of what your life should be like, and then you're in the inside of your life, and you're like, wow, you know, I just ate that chocolate bar and my, my can't close my pants or yeah. you know my husband and I are like roommates because we're just so exhausted from teenage daughters that are right. moody as hell and you know I mean now we've got kids that are awake every night till midnight they've got the hearing of like bats you know I mean if you roll over yeah, they know you okay mom? so it mom. puts a, it puts a strain you know you do, you you feel like you kind of lose that connection as a couple and you have to fight for it and the other thing too uh roy i think it's very hard to accept defeat in a long-term relationship especially one where you've raised a family or you know you've got a lot of skin in the game so all of a sudden you got to be the person to blow it up and it takes a lot of courage to do that you know it takes a lot of courage to say i i'm slowly dying inside this is not who i am anymore and uh yeah i think when we're young you know we're we're really trying to uh we don't really know who we are we're not really sure what we want or where our boundaries are and i know for me i was a child of divorce four times so by the time i was 13 my mom had been married four times and to me i didn't realize that that informed the way that i chose partners later on i didn't have that that awareness so, you know, I I never married any of them, but I kind of had a very similar pattern that she had. And I had to, I was fortunate to be raised in a time where people went to therapy. Like, I remember when I was a kid, if someone went to a shrink, they were mentally they ill. Were yeah, they yeah were absolutely. You know, yeah. you're crazy if you're yeah. going to a shrink. Right. And now it's like, no big deal. And I, I think that's a, a huge improvement. Well, you, uh, it sounds to me with the four divorces by the time you were 13, you said. <laughs> yeah. You, you, if I can assume, you didn't really place value on a relationship. You know what I mean? As far as that being the importance of. I think what was difficult for me, and I have a wonderful relationship with my mom who had her own very, very difficult upbringing. Um, she was, I think her parents married three different times. And that was unusual in that for back era. back then, sure. Yeah, right? But I think that what happened to me is my mom was my first great love. 
You know, she was she was a hugger, she was a kisser, she was a cuddler. Like she was a, a, a warm, loving woman. And the problem was she was so involved in the pain of the relationships that she couldn't take care of me at a certain point. So I think what happened to me was I was always chasing that person that was running away. And that was the story of my life. And I didn't, it took years, a very concerted effort for me to break that that cycle that yeah. I had. And now I'm, I'm, I feel so proud of myself. It's so funny when I think about the things I've done in my life, I think my greatest pro- pride is the man that I'm married to because he's just, he's, he's amazing. <laughs> I don't know if you're listening, honey. I don't think he is. He's probably in bed, but, uh, you but, should uh, be. That was awesome. <laughs> we, 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 hey, this is going to be up on iTunes. He's going to hear it. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. I, I got lucky. Well, really it, you know, it, and it's it's the same story, but it's a proven story that you have to go through what you go through. It's the hero's to, journey to get, yeah, to according get, to Joseph Campbell, right? To, to get where you're at now, to hell you know, yes. the if you're in a bad Just spot let me know now, what it's about. <laughs> if you're in a bad spot now, your journey is, I guess, not over. Yeah, you know? and, and you know, uh, and then the journeys don't end. By the way, I mean, you finish one, and then you have to start another one. Look at you guys. I mean, here you are, youngsters in your. I won't say your age because I'm assuming. Oh yeah, people yeah. know. Very, very, I mean, very low. Are, Everyone knows. Very here low. you are blossoming creatively, like wildly creatively. I'm in here and I'm like Johnny Cash, just flipping me off on the wall, and <laughs> like there's red leather couches, and Sid Vicious is in the next room, and I'm like, dude, I feel like I'm at Kazari's 1983. <laughs> right, right. You know, I don't know if you know, but I was a, I was the band manager of a heavy metal band in a movie called Smash Crash and Burn, and here I am, this little. You know, girl from USC, this little Mormon girl with her penny loafers, and I'm like up there at the Rainbow Room with all these guys that look like they have hatchets. And anyway, that's what it's like in here. Hair, it's great. hair bands, hair. Well, we have less hair, but we we can we feel like we're in that band. <laughs> but you got the edge. The edge. See, there it is. <laughs> right, maybe the yeah. edge. Well, like I, said, I, like I said, super impressed. I, I, not, I, I love your webpage. Thank you. But so you, much. you you don't not only talk you talk about everything. Not 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 just about sex. There's marriage. <laughs> right. There's family, lost parenting. I mean, and they're all done with that nice humor i love your style like i said it's uh it's done with humor but it's also serious thank you when it needs to be you know thank like you. i said it's I a nice that. easy read so everyone definitely we'll, we'll put this up on our uh, our page after the show thank you guys the woman formerly known as beautiful.com yes yes um and i was saying and some of and like jimmy some some of the stuff is really really deep um when i first started reading some of your stuff i remember one that's that stuck was the i think it was the um was the date the, the one with the dating? It was almost like a almost a could have been a date rape situation type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I read that, mm-hmm. and being the father of daughters, mm-hmm. it was like wow. I yeah. mean, that and was then that, that was that was like really. But some up, but mm-hmm. the ride it took you on, yeah, was like being there, right? But then, like Jimmy said, with you actually, I don't know how you can do that and be mm-hmm. so deep and so and on such a subject that's that important right and there was still a light spot in it that you brought up i mean you brought i you know parts of it you brought up and it was and then it got down again but it keeps you so you're just not in a big puddle of (laughs) well you know i gotta tell you uh i i feel lucky i have a platform because um yeah when i was in italy when i was 20 someone tried to rape me on a beach it was a date rape situation and i was very fortunate to get away um after struggling for i don't know how long a long time and um and it occurred to me that it, you know, it, it's a pattern, it, and it's something girls can look out for. And I have two daughters as well. 
Um, and I start thinking about them in that situation, and that to me, that's intolerable. So I thought, I'm going to tell my story, and I'm also going to do my research. And what was interesting was the research about how a group of young men can actually groom someone to be a victim. It, 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 it happens in a group situation. So anyway, the good news is I was able to beat it out in such a way that, you know, I get letters now from grandmothers and moms who said, you know, we gave our daughter and granddaughter this story before she left for college and several of them have called to say they avoided potentially dangerous situations so that yeah that was a big one for me that was that was um that was an incredible piece thank Um, you i've I, I haven't, re- of course, I can't read everything. I can't <laughs> no, read. no, no, no. It's very I mean, kind lo- of you to read so much. I, <laughs> no, but, you're not my, usually my demographic, actually. <laughs> I am. I'm, I, 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 may I actually it. talk about it on stage. I, I'm, I'm kind of chick-like. I mean, I really am. I, I'm, I'm very emotional. Soul. I am. Yes. I'm very emotional, and um, I don't have a problem with it. At one time, I did. Yeah. It's like I can't be, but I don't care anymore. I think emotional men are the new... <sighs> just rock stars i love it i do here's the funny thing about women i will say this let me say this let me say this women are very annoying in certain ways and i consider myself to be one of these women which is we want you to be vulnerable and we want you to be loving and but you also have to be a man right (laughs) you know like my husband it's like uh, i always say to him you know when it comes to the bedroom you really need to be a caveman and just treat me badly. Everywhere else, you better be nice to me. So it's very complicated. And you know, that's funny because that's the, well, the the guy mentality. The guy mentality, right? You know, I want yeah. a lady in the kitchen, but I want a Well, a, that's a whore it. In bed. That is it. Yeah. It's like it's two different personalities, two different <laughs> dynamics. Yeah. So so we're here, I mean, obviously here for, to talk about everything, and we're going to go back to it, but I want to make sure to get in your book. You started to sure. get into it a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, and then yeah, we, yeah, then yeah. we went, and then I think I took you <laughs> off like a, you pro, wanna, like, like a pro that I am. Do you want to take our first break, and we'll get into the whole history and backstory of uh, her, her, her book God, career and all like that? an epic. <laughs> um, yes. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> it, yeah, won't, I, it won't be long. It won't be that long. No, it's popcorn. As much, oh, as, it yeah, no, the break? No, it won't be long. Okay. And if you have any questions for Shannon while she's here? Um, should take a call. Oh yeah, or two for sure. I'll um, definitely call in if you. Like I said, this is a, yeah. a great. Well, I, read, I, great I will blog. explain maybe when we come back what I what the book is. Perfect. Briefly, and then that might trigger some questions. Okay, possibly. So uh, give us a call after the break nine zero nine three six zero eight three three zero. We're gonna get out of here for a second, and uh, I'm gonna go be emotional. <laughs> I'm gonna go cry it out a <laughs> little bit. Cry it out a little bit. <laughs> um, you're listening to Roy and Jimmy Thing on chaoticradio.com. We'll see you in a second. Welcome back to the Roy and Jimmy thing here on chaoticradio.com. You've got Roy, you got Jimmy, and our special guest, Shannon Brady Collery. Talk to us. Okay. I, fr- I figured I'd <laughs> Talk to us. No we're, pressure. We were talking before the show about um, us all kind of knowing each other again after grade school, junior high, and we end up DJ, so I figured I'd pick something from sixth grade. <laughs> that, Is this sixth grade? <laughs> sixth grade, yeah. Frampton Comes Alive. I had this album. Oh my yeah, gosh. me too, yeah. He didn't have it. I actually have his hair right now that yes, he she had does. back then. She is not lying. I, I, can <laughs> I see look the like picture. Sammy Hager tonight. It's not a good look. <laughs> I do. Well, but it, it's the rain. Okay, okay. He goes, who's one? Sorry. <laughs> what one? Where Why the, the hell, hell did, did I, I die? die? Okay, go ahead. He was well, awesome, it, Roy told me you were coming in, and I've never <laughs> met you, but I saw we had a bunch of mutual friends, and it was all our Upland 
uh, alumni. Yeah. And so a lot of history. You guys actually known each other since high school? Yes, we have. That's and, well, and, we, and we both look exactly the same. The same. Well, it's amazing. One of us does. It's like, it's like, it looks like a yearbook picture right here. Thank you. Yes. You could you could probably still fit in some of your clothes from high Not school. Not really. I think one leg, maybe. <laughs> one leg. I, I wore my Letterman's jacket at that reunion. You did. I put it on. Did. And and could you move? Danny Powell and myself and Steve. Now Steve Sabo put it on. It just buttoned. Ugh. But Danny and I put it on. Damn and we're that like Steve a, Sabo. We're like a sausage. <laughs> Yeah, we've evolved. Action. Okay, we've grown. And I look, oh, and I look exactly the same as Shannon remembers me. <laughs> I do. Right. An right hour, I, hour, I, hour, I met you five minutes an ago. Hour and you still ago, look the same. The same. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we Very just, we're holding our, we're holding our looks. <laughs> well, Pat, how did you get into? Uh, uh, how did you get out of? Uh, what took you out of Upland into this whirlwind of? Uh, of you, of what you're doing now. Three books, uh, right. the, the blogs, your All your life. Um, well, you know, I think it's living in Southern California. I went to USC as an undergrad, and I was uh, writing on the entertainment um section of the daily trojan and so i got to go to all these great movie premieres and so i just i pursued acting and then i pursued screenwriting and then uh then that sort of evolved into the blogging so i guess it's all had sort of a creative bent for me when did you uh when did you have this uh obviously love for writing yeah, from a very young age. Yeah, and yeah, you would just, just write whatever was mm-hmm. in your head. And- yeah, I think for me, and and I think uh, I think I, Roy and I were talking about this, and um, I think whenever you're you're struggling with something, creativity can be a great way of helping you work through it. And um, from a very young age, and you know, I did have a somewhat chaotic chaotic upbringing, although most people do to some extent. Um, the way that I processed a lot of that was writing in a journal. So I, I think I started writing in a journal by the time I was about nine years old, and I have them piled high. And I'm sure my daughters are going to try and find the ones when I was a teenager and use them against me. Um, but yeah, so so I, I guess my path feel, it feels a little strange: acting, then screenwriting, then blogging, then now life coaching, and, and continuing to write. But but I think it all kind of goes from the same place, which is I have always been interested in living an examined life. Right. I've always had. I've always wanted to understand why I work the way I do. Why um, I think I've always been very aspirational. Mm-hmm. And always wanting to continue evolving and growing. And uh, and I think I've always been an empathetic person, um, which is sort of what what's led me to to try to use whatever I've learned that's helped me to help other people. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, I used to write a lot. Uh, like in high school and in my early twenties, and I always wrote when I when something would get me down, or if yes. I had to struggle with something. To me, getting out was uh, writing. And Absolutely, you fantasize it a bit, you embellish it, you end up with five pages of this story that is nothing to your problem, but you're out of your problem. Yes, or it minimized your problem. After well, you I would it. also write about you know how I would die young, and all, everyone that was mean to me would be at the funeral, and they would gnash their teeth and weep, and you know <laughs> the, why were we so I, terrible? I showed them. to this I, I, wonderful I, child. Usually, it was my parents. And you're, they you're, were all very you, sad about the way they had treated me. You're hovering this above beautiful deceased cherubic and, young girl, and you're hovering was. above them all. I, I told <laughs> yes, you. I yes. showed you. See what happens when you see. treat me the way you do. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, hey, what got you yeah. to your first book? What made you do that? Um, well, you know, I had a book in me. I, I wanted to write about what it was like to become a, a mom after thinking for sure, <laughs> given my horrible dating history, that that would never happen. <laughs> 
So uh, I and then I was very shocked at how ignominious it was. That's a good word, right? Damn. Whoa. <laughs> You are right. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I was shocked at how unhappy I was as a pregnant woman because it, my body was like, what are, what is happening? And um, yeah, and so I guess the writing has always been somewhat personal uh, and memoirish. Uh, and yeah. So was, it a, it. was it a, a, a past product that it ended up being helping? Helpful for other people more than you thought it would? Well, yeah, another one of those moments of, I mean, I think I was very appreciative. You know, when you get pregnant here, I, I think back in the day, it was like, you know, animals do this. Like, why are we making such a big deal out of it? You get pregnant in West L.A., and suddenly you're at the pump station, and someone's telling you exactly what kind of pump you need that will extend your nipples three inches to get the most, you know. I mean, it's like a religion. And, and meanwhile, all I really wanted to do was eat Cinnabons and watch really bad Starsky and Hutch reruns. You know, it was like, yeah. Yeah, this so. is how I handle my pregnancy. <laughs> Thank exactly. you very much. So, yeah. And and I guess, yeah, I guess the evolution for me has always been about when I'm figuring my own stuff out, I like to put it down there. And I crack myself up. Like, my husband's a writer as well. And he'd give me a script of his to read, to give him notes. And I'd be laughing and he'd say, well, oh, what did I write that was funny? I'm like, no, I'm laughing at the note that I'm giving you. <laughs> <laughs> I got it handled. Well, your, your first book is what? Smash, Crash, and Burn. Yeah. I Well, that book was about my years trying to be an actor. Um, yeah. And, oh, yeah uh, you got Roman Polanski to NXS to David Schwimmer. <laughs> uh, these are some yeah, good reads. The little yeah, yeah, excerpts yeah. were just cracking me up. I yeah. know. They were very, I, I had a lot of sort of auditions well, where the, I thought I was supposed to come the, in. The where, Suicide Blonde story, that should have been yeah. more traumatic than, oh, what you, my gosh. than how you presented that. Yes. But the way you took your take on that is, is just you. is excellent. It just, it, yeah, it, it was, it, it you gives, know. It gives us the pain a little bit, but, <laughs> the it, also gives, but it also gives us the after fact going, well, that was that. You know, you think that you're going to have the sex Hollywood moment, right? You are, I'm going to be a suicide blonde and I'm going to dance for in excess at the MTV Video Awards. And I'm in the green room and there's like everybody, you know, Sinead O'Connor and, and I mean, everybody. I, I can't even, you too and Janet Jackson and Madonna. And it's like you're having this really sexy moment, right? Yet somehow, as you're dancing on stage, the wig that they've pinned on you starts to fall off, and Slash is laughing at you, you know, and and then, you know, the drummer, who you have a huge crush on, doesn't want you, he wants the married one, and so, you know, the disgusting manager is trying to grope you. I mean, it's never what you you think it's going to be. And one of the funniest moments was, I remember being in the trailer uh, before the show, and... um, knock, knock, knock on the door, and I open the door, and there's Steven Tyler standing out there, and dripping wet you know he's in a robe and his hair is just drenched and he says to me sweetheart you know uh the electricity went out in the aerosmith trailer and i've got to blow dry my hair can i use your bathroom (laughs) this is the moment that i'm meeting you know the lead and i said sure he goes in blow dries his hair he comes out and i swear it was like we were girlfriends he's like do i look okay and i said you look great you look really good, Stephen. Do I need more hairspray? So that's what that's, it's, you know what I mean. That, <laughs> that's a great that, story. That's, that's right? a great. That's a great story. And you know what? And that is the heyday of us of our right, era. Right. You know the, the, that MTV. No, I'm there. Was, I'm a fly on the wall. And and by the way, it's like high school. Like yeah. I'm in the in excess trailer, and there were pills being passed about. And you know me being the the no longer Mormon girl, but raised that way. I'm like, oh God, what am I gonna? You know, nobody's offering me any pills. I mean, they're leaving me out. They're not, they can just sense that I am so lame and that I won't take the pills. And then they start acting like idiots. And, you know, it's hard to be the only sober person 
In a, and, and everyone looks like they're about five years old. And then Michael Hutchins wouldn't put his shoes on. We had to walk from the trailer to the uh, stage, and he won't put his shoes on. So there's all these people sweeping the ground in front of him. <laughs> and, what? The, and the manager's begging, please, please, Michael, put your shoes on. And, I, and I'm like, I'm not even a mother yet. And I'm like... What the fuck, Michael? Put your fucking shoes on. That's what I'm <laughs> right, thinking. Right. Like, I've had it with the guy. That's right? not impressive. That is gross. Right? Yeah. And then he, you know. But he's so art- that's he's artist- the reality. Yeah, he's that artistic. is the reality. Yeah. You know? And they put these fake eyelashes on. I looked literally like I had tarantulas on my face. <laughs> it was not a good look. So I just remember going home at like 2 in the morning and washing all the stuff off and getting into bed with like a bowl of Cheerios and thinking, well, that was it, you know? This is that, the real. You know, this is this is what it is. And the, right. You know the, the the gamut of emotions you had that day. You know you're right. you're in the dream. Mm-hmm. You know it's MTV. It's Arsenio Hall. It's everybody. Oh, yeah. I'm standing by and, Arsenio Hall. I'm like they'll pan up to me. Yeah, it, they it, didn't. It, you know what I mean. And, and then you hit the, the reality of it. Hits you. You know with right. the, the, the bare feet, the pills, the the yeah. eyelashes, yeah, and, yeah. and then you, you still go home going, wow, that was something. Yeah, you know. They, yeah, it's just you. You know, it's funny. I mean, I always this. I think the logline with for that is you know, tales from the edge of celebrity, and it's true. I mean, I found myself in a lot of situations with people that had big careers, and I, I, it just all reminded me of high school. You know, I remember going. My husband. You know, my husband. I'll brag a little about him. He wrote Face Off. So for anybody who's oh, nice. our age. Oh, yeah. For anyone who's our age, that's kind of a big deal, right? And then he went on to to do the first Laura Croft Tomb Raider. And, you know, he had a pretty... Travolta and Cage. Come on, people. Yeah. Hello. And and so we were at a Mission Impossible... I think it was Mission Impossible 3 um, premiere. And um, you could see the actors that were waning. And they were like... You know, the old cheerleaders that, like, you know, were going soft after high school or something, you know? <laughs> like, Daryl Hannah was there, and no one was talking to her. And then all the bright, new, shiny actors were, were in the center of everything. Oh, and then, gotcha. you know, I mentioned to my husband that my sister really wished I would meet Tom Cruise. He's like, well, we're going to go meet him. And I'm like, I don't want to meet him. He goes, you're meeting him. I don't want to meet him. You're meeting him. And he, like, pushed me and forced me to meet, you know, Tom Cruise. And we're shaking hands, and I'm knowing Tom Cruise is like, why am I holding hands with this person I don't care about? And I'm thinking the same thing. Right. I'm like, I really don't care. It's I like knowing him from here, (laughs) not from in front. Yeah. It's just, it is high school all over again in a weird way. And there are times you do, you feel like that wallflower. You're like, I didn't get picked. I'm the ordinary person in this extraordinary circumstance, but that's okay. Well, you know, I think that that, that, that book would make a great movie. That, <laughs> Thank that, you. That three-part miniseries. So Anyone who's right. listening, I think yeah. it would be good. Well, then you went on to your next book. Right, and, and that, that was Married Sex. Married Sex. I just took all of those articles and I compiled them um, because I got, like I said, so much feedback from people who said it was helpful, and I thought, you know, I'm going to put these all in one place. And then I think where I, where I went from there was I realized I, I wanted to be able to interact with people. I think one of the issues with being a writer is you spend a lot of time alone. Um, and for years, uh, the, the new book, but I, da- I dated the asshat but married the good guy, um, it really is a 12-step recovery book. It's really for people who have been in codependent relationships uh, where they've sort of been on the victim end of that dance. Um, and so two years ago, I just very organically started writing articles about my own experience in 12-step recovery and slowly but surely just started attracting clients. And then after I had about you know, eight or nine clients, I thought, I really need to start sharing the process that I've been working with them to 
to and put it in a book. And the fact is, I really thought, well, the book will just be something for my website. I don't have huge intentions for it, but in terms of you know uh, having it be a New York Times bestseller. But what's funny is I've been surprised at already the very positive response I've had. And it's not even fully released yet. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's not it's not officially out. Basically. No, 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 not quite yet. I think you can get it in paperback, but not yet in the... Uh, yeah, but it's been great because it's kind of brought me out of the writer's room. And so I get to do that, but I also get to work with people. One of the issues, I think, and you probably understand this as comedians, is, you know, when you're a writer or a comedian or someone who's trying to entertain people, really you're saying, like me, like me, like what I'm doing. Oh, the bottom line is right? that's it. Yeah. yeah. Pay attention to me. I, I really want you to think I'm funny, right? There, there is an aspect of of a need for something in return. A, a return, you know. And what's been great for me is when I get off the phone with a client and we're working through my book, or we're working through. I'm starting a, a coaching program called Love School, and I and I know that I've helped them and that they've had some sort of uh, breakthrough. It's it just it fills me in a different way. So I, I guess I came to a point where I'm like, yeah, I keep putting a lot of stuff out in the universe, but I'm always asking for attention and for approval. This work is quite separate from that. It's very different, and it's my way, I hope, of giving back. That's more immediate. You know, it's great when people read something and they say, hey, that helped me. But it's different when you're on the phone with someone and you're really working with them, and and at the end of the call, you might get an email from them later saying, wow, you know. I really needed that. Well, you know, Thank and you. our professions are similar where you definitely have the like me stage. That's pretty much why you did it in the yeah, first place. Right, right. And yes. but when you realize that when you open yourself up, you're actually kind of responsible for what you're saying also. Mm-hmm. You know, so if it affects somebody in in a positive way, then that definitely charges you more to give. Absolutely. You know, and then if you get the response, that's the result of giving. You know, so it yes. takes it out of selfish, really. You know, yes. it's like, hey, look at me. Because <laughs> those kind of entertainers, even book writers or pretty much anybody, that lasts only so long. That right. flame burns out quickly. You're like, you know, hey, I'm funny. Listen to me. I'm funny. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, you know, here's me. It's a relationship. Exactly. Yeah. And once you realize, yeah. you, 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 when people react to what you said, mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's, it feeds you and you want to show off. It's like, you know what? I can tell you something's going to make you laugh more and really work for you. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's the feel-good part of the whole thing. You got your like that you needed right or you know strive <laughs> you know for. what it is i really think it's just about connecting sure. ultimately it's all about connecting. And, people, and people will collect, connect to you more yes if you're just genuine right. if you're not in that thing where it's like i'm trying to get something from you to make me something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. once you give it to them then it just comes back immediately absolutely you feel the energy right away yeah. oh, for sure yeah, yeah, yeah and that's what they say with our crowds you know oh boy the energy was up you really right. had that crowd you know, and then you didn't have that crowd. Right. And, and, you know, and people will tell us that. I mean, a lot of the the very good comics we've been able to work with is is, and I think it's the same on your side. Is when you're trying to be something you're not, people know you're full of shit. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. If if you're up there and you're like, no, he didn't do that, or uh, Jim, you know, I could do a bit about, I don't know, whatever. But it's like. No, that's not that guy. No, it's like yeah. Shannon. That's She'll give guy. advice and then tell me how to change the tires on my car. I'm going to go, ah, the tire thing I'm not You're sure about. you Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of full of shit there, but I'm glad you got your tires changed. You know, but go back to what you know. We know you know this part, you know. Well, and here's the other thing that's interesting about being someone who's transitioning into this coaching, uh, having that be part of what I'm doing is... It's so important to say, I really don't know everything. I, I really don't. Like, I was working with a client the other day, and we were working on something I'd created for her to do homework with, and she was like, one of the questions was, you know, you, you had this codependent behavior. Cause, you know, we as, I don't know, anyone who's on, on the side where you're chasing someone, and they're running, 
is you're the person who's, um, you know, behaving like obsessing, you know, trying to control them, you know, trying to people please so they'll be who you want them to be. And one of the questions I have is, well, if you didn't have that behavior, what other behavior could you have chosen? And her response was, well, I should have done this or I should have done that. And in the moment, I was like, I don't want her to feel that way. I don't want her to feel like she should have been doing something. And it just came to me. And I said, oh, I think I think it's important for you to know that for you to forgive yourself, for you to say, hey, it's okay. You know, I, I have this disease of codependency. I mean, if I had the flu or or some other disease, I wouldn't say I should have. I should have. I would say, oh, wow. You poor thing, I, you're not doing well. You know, you've got this disease, this illness. What can I do to help? You know, and so in that moment, I it just changed everything for me. So as someone who's learning to help people or interfacing in that way, I'm realizing I'm learning too. Mm-hmm. You know, I learn because every single person's different, and the way that, and I have to listen to who they are and 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 sort of try to understand where what they need, and I don't always know. So, well, and yeah. saying and saying you don't know is the the best yeah, answer. Yeah, I mean, at I, times. I I guess that's true, and I think that's one thing that's great about sort of being our age is, I think when you're young, you think you have to know everything. Right, you have so much to prove. Right, and then I think at a certain point, you just you just maybe you get humble in a way, or you try to get humble, and and you realize humility is a really great place to come from because that then it leaves you open to continue to learn. Yeah, you know, funny enough, probably on a smaller scale, but the same thing is like when me and Roy, if one of us is dying on stage and you know the crowd knows, <laughs> you just own it. And you say, yeah. Well, how I, do you own that? I, I would oh, love to know. Okay. Very do you, simple. Do you, you just know. say, I'm dying out yes. yeah. yeah, we did uh, the last Legacy Room show. I went up <laughs> and I was eating shit. <laughs> right off the bat, it wasn't going well. I wasn't connecting. I wasn't being me. I knew it. And finally I stopped. I went, man, I am I am so eating shit up here. And they start laughing. They knew it. Because oh. you can feel it. You ever get nervous for somebody on stage or on TV? Yes, that you yes. Already, where you're like, they're not in control of what's happening right now. you're cringing, going, oh yes. my God. You can tell that. You can feel that. And I just owned up to it. I said, man, I am so eating shit right here. I am sorry, you guys. They start cracking up. And then someone bought me a shot. Okay. I took a shot. Then I started having fun with them. Got back into my routine. Used that to do the routine. And it saved it. Wow. But, you know, you just, it, that's your, See, I don't that know. to me is my idea of sheer terror. Yeah, and I, I, I think I learned, and I learned that from watching other people do it. Like, Roy, he would do it, and he would just own up to it. I'm like, eh, so brave. And then I go up there, and if I bombed, I would just hurry up and get off stage. Okay, I gotta <laughs> go. Just slink off as yeah. fast as you can. I gotta go, bye. You know, you own it. You know, yeah. that's your I don't know moment. And people appreciate it. They know. They wow. know. Wow. If you try to fake it through, you're. it's not going to be pleasant. People yeah. know you're just, they just know you're full of shit. <laughs> Um, the, the the book itself. We really need to get in the book stuff. I mean, how how much how much time do we have before? I don't know. I don't even know what time it is. I feel like we're like in the twilight zone. Yeah, we are. It goes quick. Yeah. We're just. I mean, do you want to try to wrap up this stuff now, or do you want to take a break? Oh, oh, uh, it's up to you. No, it's up to you. Oh God, you no, the pressure. Go. no pressure. Um, to be honest, I feel like I've sort of I've pitched my book as well as I can. I I think it's really good and really helpful. But I just am enjoying your company, so I, I'm good. I'm good. No, yes. we're gonna pitch it some more. <laughs> okay. We have to. Pitch let's it let's, why, let's why do not? that. Let's get out of here for a minute. All right. Let me. Okay. I'm, all right. I'm setting then, all that up right here. Oh, sorry about that. Hey, no worries. Right now, see, right now we're owning the fact that we weren't like on it right now. <laughs> So we don't care. I was actually in the middle we of it. I was, I was actually so close. Um, I, sounds, I like this is sounding a little, you know. I like I like the the 
definition of asshat? A person who wears his ass upon his head like a hat. Yes. <laughs> also see, also see, heartbreaker, toxic guy, rake, skirt chaser, womanizer. I don't know that one. Yes. Is and it Lothario? May- mayhaps. Oh, that's Lothario. Lothario, Lothario. Casanova, narcissistus, or mayhap shit weasel. A shit weasel. A <laughs> shit weasel. Oh, <laughs> Sometimes asshats are also shit weasels. There's an ass and there's shit, so well, there it is. And there oh, that is. I mean, oh there. look. Okay. Are we off? No. no <laughs> well, why are we still talking? No, we're still Darryl! talking. We're going to hear some music. Well, you know, on. it's funny because one of the things is when people hear the title, they're like, do you hate men? Do you think they're... And I'm like, no. I said, look, here's the thing. Both people are damaged in that kind of situation. However... There is some truly asshat-tastic behavior that... Asshat-tastic. It's asshat-tastic that, you know, yeah, not good. Not, not good. good. <laughs> <laughs> not good. All right, we're going to get it for a minute. Um, I'm telling you, man, give us a call, 909-360-8330. I think we got her locked in for a little bit more of a break. <laughs> All right, man, we'll see you in a minute. What time is it? I just died of No, Welcome back to the Roy and Jimmy Thing here on chaoticradio.com. I think we've got Shannon for a few more minutes, so we're going to beat her up real quick. She, she says she's already talked enough about her book, but we didn't even we didn't even really kind of talk. I mean, we talked about it, but we didn't really talk about it, but we talked about it. But oh, we didn't. <laughs> but it wasn't deep. But you know, funny enough, of. we actually talked about it before we talked about it. But then we talked about it. <laughs> then we talked about it during, and then we're talking about it after. Okay. Yeah. We're, 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 first of all, I mean... Thanks for coming here. And and where where can they get it? I know you can get it from Amazon. Right. It's releasing on Kindle. Right. It'll be released on Kindle uh, February. Well, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Day. Yes. Valentine's well, how appropriate. Day. appropriate. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'll just tell you a little bit about it, which is if you're in a relationship where you're not sure if a certain behavior is toxic behavior, it kind of helps you identify the red flags for um, emotionally abusive behavior. And I think sometimes we don't know what's emotionally abusive because it's familiar to us because a lot of us were raised in homes where we saw that modeled. Um, It also talks to you about what traits you may have that make you catnip for asshats. (laughs) So you're you're, coming for asshats. You are catnip for asshats. They can smell (laughs) your overabundance of empathy and your misplaced responsibility from a mile away. Right? So, <laughs> yes, they can. I mean, you know, here's a, there was this great T-shirt that Britney Spears wa- was wearing one time when she was still with Kevin, that asshat, <laughs> Kevin Federline. And the T-shirt said, don't be mad at me for being mad at you. And so what, what I would often find is the guy I was with would show up two hours late, and I'd be so mad at him. And he'd come in, and I'd be like, you're late. And he'd be like, you're, you're acting like a real bitch. I'm leaving. And then he wouldn't talk to me for three days. And then pretty soon it would be, I'd start to think, well, maybe I was being a bitch. Well, maybe I should have been more patient. Well, oh my gosh. Well, I think maybe I better go apologize. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that, that, that's in the book, which is this is the behavior. This is the pattern. And I think sometimes what happens is we become confused about what part of the dysfunction is actually our responsibility and what is his or hers. And the other thing is, you know, some of us who are in these relationships 
which I call them one-way relationships where you give and give, but you never get anything in return. And you try all these things to trick them into giving you stuff. Like maybe you're really good, try to be, give them sex whenever they want it. Or maybe you, you do their homework for them or you cook really nice meals and they still don't give anything back to you. Um, and so what will happen is in these relationships, you think really smart, lovely people would just say, this is ridiculous, I'm out of here. But one of the components that keeps you stuck is slowly but surely they start to criticize you, right? It's, gosh, you know, you you put on some weight or, oh, you know, you're kind of clingy and neurotic. Oh, well, you're, you know, and so you start to think, oh, they're behaving this way because of me. It's my fault. And what was so funny, my last relationship, I thought, wow, you know, I really am. I'm a needy neurotic, clingy, bitchy woman. That's what I am. And then I ran into my then boyfriend's ex-girlfriend and we compared notes. And then she knew the girlfriend before her. And so we all three compared same behavior with three different women. So finally it was like, ding, 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 ding. Oh, He's the common denominator. Right. And, you know, the the one other long-term relationship I had had similar qualities. So I thought, look, I'm picking the same guy, just in a different body. So what is it about me that makes me available to be mistreated? And that's when I had to get down to work, you know. And for me, I, I, I joined a 12-step recovery program for people in toxic relationships. And that's what saved me. I'm sure that there are other ways of, of figuring that stuff out. But, you know, I always think about the Wizard of Oz, you know, that moment where Toto pulls the curtain aside and we see the big evil. Pay no attention. Right? It's just the little old man with the levers. It's like once you see behind the curtain of that type of person that will use you, criticize you, and then make you feel like it's your fault. Right. Once you see that little guy back there, you'll never be fooled again. <laughs> like you can it, spot it from a mile away. And that works for both men and women. You know, yeah. Absolutely. A lot, yeah. and a lot of times you yeah. don't know you're in that kind of relationship. I was yeah. in one. You, you yeah. know, you, but, you, but, you know, the clarity for Roy is, what, five, six years later. Yeah, took that you know, long. You know, past, Absolutely. past the time of pulling, I call it pulling the, pulling the cord, pulling the chute. Oh yeah, you know, uh, you get that far, and it's and at that point, it's not clarity; it's frustration. It's like this mm-hmm. is bullshit. Mm-hmm. You, it's them because you don't think it's you. You know, it might be you, but you know, five six later, six years later, it's like you know, I could have been a better guy. She could have been a better woman. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 you, it, the belly know, of the beast is so hard to recognize. It really is, and we have reasons for justifying our own our own choices because I, I know for me personally, I attached to those two different men the way that a young child wanted to attach to her mom who wasn't available the irony is there were there was a man who wanted me wanted me loved me cherished me oh man that guy i did not want you that know wasn't, that wasn't your no profile. it was just terrifying to me it was like i was on one side of the coin or the other I, I I was afraid of a guy that was really there for me because to me that was a huge responsibility and I felt uh, overwhelmed by it. So I had work to do and I, I did I worked pretty hard to, to figure that out. Um, and now it's not an issue for me. But but yeah, I think that's what I do in the book is I really try to sort of show you what's happening backstage. I try to help you look at your own character defects. And, and I don't even like that word defects, but just your, your vulnerabilities to those types of people. Um, and one of the big vulnerabilities is empathy because uh, someone who's a narcissist has a very difficult time feeling any empathy. And they just 
thrive off people who have empathy. They just, I'll never forget my, my last boyfriend. And the other thing is people will tell you right away who they are. They will. And you mm-hmm. just have to listen. I think our libido gets in the way. We're like, we, we feel that chemistry, that sexual chemistry. And it's always with the person that you're trying to complete your childhood mission with, right? And so those are the sexy people to you. The normal person, you're like, eh. I always say my vagina will walk into a room and pick an asshole right away. Like, <laughs> just she like just that. knows. She's like, ooh, yes. He looks like he just came out of Rikers. That's the one. That's you the know? one for me. Right? right? That's the guy. Um, but... Oh my God, where did I go? I just went sideways. Um, anyway, I forget my point. Just working with the character. You're breaking the pattern. You, you, you <laughs> yeah. had an MO. We all, right. have, we all right. have or had an MO. Yes. You know, that's what we did and we, we didn't realize it. Yeah. And so it's it's about learning who am I? How do I protect myself from, from these types of people? And, and how do I open myself up to the possibility of a real interdependent relationship and, and, th- and this is really for people uh, they're at that point where we well, don't you know, they don't yeah. know really what's wrong but it's not working mm-hmm. and you know what i mean it's it's almost like a self-help and advice column if you will yeah and but when they find that your your outlet for that their similarity and you can laugh about it when you discover it <laughs> yeah. you know to me humor is everything it is yeah I got oh through. i know what i was gonna say people Go. tell you who they are I remember one of my third or fourth dates, I wasn't quite sure. A lot of these people that are that are narcissists or whatever you want to call them, um, they come on strong in the beginning. You yeah. might even feel a little smothered. Like, wow, why is this person coming on so strong? I remember him saying to me one time, gosh, you just have so much energy. I want to suck it all out of you. Well, okay. He's telling me right then and there, I'm an emotional vampire. Right, but I'm like, but you're six foot four. You're tall, dark, and handsome, and you're a firefighter. Come on in. (laughs) And and what I heard from what you just said is, what attracted him to you, he wanted to take away from you. Yes, he want he needed it, and it was just so he can have it all to himself. He he needed to he needed some some gas for his engine exactly the, the, <laughs> right your, your energy yeah. was attractive yes. yeah this this woman is something else but i need this on my side yeah. and it's funny a lot of the women i i talk to will say they'll be with guys similar and they'll say what if he leaves me and i said he's not going to leave you he might cheat on you he might have women on the side but he's getting his emotional and his sexual needs met from a consistent person who's not going anywhere you know they won't leave or they'll leave but then they'll come back when you're when you're just when they sense that you're getting strong, they'll they'll smell it somehow and they'll be like, uh oh, she's getting away. Don't you forget about me. I gotta go. I gotta go Don't get her. Don't you forget yeah. about me. So anyway, the book really, I think, to sort of wrap it up, it really just it shows you backstage. It gives mm-hmm. you tools to figure out what your part is in it and how to move forward from there. To invite to invite real love. Because, you know, I didn't understand that real love isn't isn't it doesn't have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be dramatic. It can be kind and just nurturing. And at first it was like, this is kind of boring. Like, I'm a little bit bored here. You know? Yeah. The great thing about my husband, and we've been together 16 years, I don't know, uh, I don't know, six or eight months ago, uh, a rather attractive young male who I thought was a gay man in a gay club danced with me. And it, I thought, I'm in a gay club. I can dance with this guy. You're and safe. You're good. I'm you know, I'm Have behaving fun. myself, right? Well, at the end of the evening, he made it clear that he wasn't gay. And I went home, and I was like, hmm, that's kind of interesting. You know, I had this moment of, well, I've been married 15 years. This is stable. So what do I do? This is who I am today. I walk in. My husband's checking his email. I'm like, honey, 
I danced with a really handsome man last night, and I think we need to shake things up in our sex life. We need to go away for a week with each other. And, you know, he's so great. He didn't look at me and say, what do you mean you dance with another? He's like, oh, sure, that sounds good. Okay. You know, I mean, that's a real relationship. It's like, look, you're you're my guy. You're my man. So I'm just going to tell you what I'm thinking. And what I'm thinking is we kind of got to pay attention right now. We need to get away together. We need to reconnect. Especially when you're raising two, as I said, teenage daughters. With uh, acute hearing. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I mean, for me, stability can be kind of terrifying for some people. But I'm embracing it. and, and And I'm honest. I'm like, you know. But how hard is that for somebody that's not in that kind of relationship to be able to walk and say that? You know, you know, it's like that takes that takes. It, it was a bit of a risk, but right. here's the thing: I I was already sort of fantasizing about this guy in my head for a week, you know, just kind of daydreaming, and that's that's innocent enough. That's no foul, no crime, right? But I felt like I had a secret, you know, I had a secret, I had a secret lover in my head, and that's okay too. But I could feel after a while that it was putting a wedge and that I didn't I didn't actually think I would do anything reckless, but just in case, I walked in and I said that to my husband. And, you know, I think that because of the kind of marriage we have, he right away responded. He knew I was coming from a place of goodwill. And he responded with goodwill. And he's so funny. He said, you know, Shannon, I... I know you're never going to cheat on me or have an affair. He goes, because you can't keep a secret to save your life. (laughs) You know, you are the worst liar. And it's true. You know, like if I were a Russian spy, just put an itchy sweater on me, like a wool sweater, and I'll tell you everything. But, you know, you also, with your experience and what you've learned between asshats and your husband now, you actually approached it actually different than probably most people would. You didn't come at him offensively about it. Right, right, Listen right. here, buddy. You know what we got to do? This has been boring. You, you didn't come down berating no, on him or anything. No. You're just, you know, hey, honey, you know what? We you know, gotta, yeah. conversational. Yeah. And you brought up, you know, because a lot of people would come in going, this is bullshit. You're just sitting there typing. I'm going to take <laughs> off and have a drink with my girl. You know what I mean? You didn't come in and pick the problem out and, and make it deeper. No. I mean, you know, when you live with each other, you see each other in the worst possible you know i can see him over there eating a loaf of bread and i'm over here you know (laughs) having a pint of haagen dazs or something i mean you're always seeing each other uh, constantly i mean well you 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 know know. you had you had a hot guy hit on you yeah it was kind of and it was very as an older lady it was it was was like kind of it was flattering yeah it was flattering but you you didn't go home like some people would and use his (laughs) socks on the floor as the excuse to oh listen to, if he's to, listening you, you know, now he's probably like oh yeah. i'm sure he'd love to get in yeah. here you know you cause... don't put your underwear away and you don't fold the towel so you didn't use that as your launching point no, to proceed no, you know and didn't. a lot of people would do that no i did say we got to do something and he's like yeah okay what are yeah. we gonna what do you want to do and this is a guy who for mother's day a couple years ago and listen don't get me wrong we're not perfect by any means but i guess we're perfectly imperfect with each other but for mother's day he got me a massage table yeah that to give me massages and let me tell you that just that small thing nice yep it it shifted (laughs) that's awesome and you know when you're together for so long you do you have to it's 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 work (laughs) right you're writing this down right (laughs) get the massage massage table table. with the lavender oil Okay, and the aromatherapy. Well, you know, because if you massage on, if you seriously, if you massage somebody on the mm-hmm. bed, it's mm-hmm. not very comfortable. No, because your head's like this, yeah, and you can't. Your neck, head's but if you're twisted. like, the other thing is the massage table can bear the weight of two people. Just so you know. Just saying, FYI. Big guy. 
<laughs> FYI. You just get a, you know, sturdy yeah, table. Sturdy table. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, like I said, yeah. I, I, I appreciate your humorous going to it. Humor to me, uh, you know, we, we've all been through down and dark times. Mm-hmm. And uh, same here. And But I always told myself for years, I have to laugh at least once a day. Yes. About something. Whether it's uh, about myself, something on TV. Better for me to laugh about something I did. Uh, it's a little more therapeutic. Well, a lot of people have been laughing about Lady Gaga's leap. Yeah, she's jumping to conclusions. Yeah, <laughs> at the end when she jumped off. At the end when Amazing. she jumped off at the at the end of the. Yes. I was like, damn, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, but you know, you you have to laugh about it. And a lot of people said, well, you're hiding behind your laughter. And I don't always I don't agree with that at all. I think it's a great coping mechanism. I think it's a sanity mechanism right. for me. Yes. Uh, but so your approach to me, I I, I, I appreciate it and I, I I know where that's coming from. Well, thank it you. It helps people. It helps people deal. Yeah. It helps people it deal with it. It does. You, know? you have to have a lot of, I don't know, just kindness is is important when you're, you know, when you're together for such a long time. You yeah. Just if someone comes across your your blog and if it was <laughs> real so. serious, sometimes that makes them feel worse. You know, it's like, yeah. boy, I'm really into it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you, you put a humorous spin on it, but you take care of the subject at hand. It's like, yeah, you know, that's okay. I do that. Yeah, okay, she's right. You know what I mean? It just lightens it up to take care of the seriousness. Yeah. I think. I, I, like I said, I've only been on today. Roy, Roy sent me the info today, and I, I've been I've been cramming for this exam. <laughs> cramming all day for it. As soon as That's I opened it up, soon yeah, as I, I don't even up, remember all of my stuff. I opened so. up the website. I went, oh Christ, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and, but it's a lot. As I see all the subjects and and, and mm. delved into it, it's it's informative, it's humorous, and and this isn't meant for me. And you're, <laughs> yeah, and 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 you're helping people. You really are. Well, good. Thanks, guys. Thank Absolutely. you for having me. Oh, no, cool. no, thanks for coming. Okay. And you guys, uh, we're going to put this on our page here. But the the website again is the woman formerly known as beautiful.com yes. hey jimmy yes sir grade eight you think so yeah so i got it right here yeah. okay what's a grade eight well what so, we do here with, uh, uh, since, since, guests, since we know you're, you're going out this is the last thing and you're out oh here. okay that's it. what we do here once a week with oh, our God. guests oh it's a thing. is this like james lipton it, a it's little the bit, Proust questionnaire. A, a little bit like that. Ooh, we I came up with that. our own little version. We call it the Roy and Jimmy thing, Great Eight Quiz. Okay. Uh-oh. There's no, there's no wrong, there's no wrong or right answers. Mm-hmm. There's just answers. Okay. Eight random questions for you. Okay. But everybody goes through it. I'm nervous. You can be nervous at first, but you'll see. Okay. And answer it any way you want. <laughs> How you doing, Roy? I rolled, I rolled over my cord, and I had to get it out from under the chair, and I just smacked my head. That was good radio head. right there. <laughs> Good radio right there. Sound effects and everything. You we sacrificed did, your body. Roy, Roy does his own Foley effects, so yeah. it, it works out really good for Shut us. Shut up. <laughs> so, Shannon, are you ready for mm-hmm. your turn at the Grade 8 Quiz? Grade 8 Quiz. Okay. Once we start getting the first two, you'll know we'll this, this is just fine. Okay. No, it's Question number one. Mm-hmm. Question one. <laughs> <laughs> My Ed McMahon there. Fallon or Kimmel? Hmm. I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to go with Kimmel. Oh, I would have Because of the dancing. Okay. Yeah. Dancing. Very good. Number two, what is your chill music? What is your go-to wind-down music? You can say genre, artist, whatever comes to your head. Okay. Tupac, California, Love. Nice. Wow. Very nice. I pick that one. It's a good one. Uh, It's a good good one. I can shake my booty to that. See, number three, should I tailor it to her profession? Yes. Oh, dear. Number three. What is one of your... uh, your inspirational authors that you admire. I love J.D. Salinger. Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye. That's my Very man. 
Love that very guy. Very good. That three, that three is very good. I would leave my husband for him, but he's dead. Well, that would be and hard to do. he was also a hermit. It'd be hard to do, but he, you know, it yeah. sounds like your husband Apparently would be, abusive to your women, husband so would there be, you go. Your husband <laughs> sounds like he'd be understanding. So, well, you know, we have yeah, a good... but 20 years ago, right down your alley. Yeah. He would have been right down my alley. He was probably a major, you know, asshat, but very brilliant. Number four, what is your go-to comedy movie? And you can do two if you'd like. Okay. Uh, gotta be When Harry Met Sally. Ah, Does so that count as a comedy? Yes, yeah, definitely, definitely. Absolutely. That and, um, oh gosh, there's so many good ones. How do you pick? You can, you can pick anger two. Man- no, not Anger Management. Okay, Bad Words. That's a great movie. Oh my God. Is that Jason, not awesome? That's not even Jason in my wheelhouse. Jason Bateman. Ba- Jason yes. Bateman. Anything with Jason Bateman, I exactly. will Exactly. He is, he is hilarious. I forgot all about he that He doesn't one. have to do anything and he's hilarious. Exactly. Exactly. I forgot all about that. That was mm-hmm. like completely off my radar forever. And when Amazing. Harry met Sally, my, in fact, that's sort of like really chick lit, you know, chick, whatever. I, I, chick I already quoted that movie today. This, this goddamn Roy Rogers wagon wheel coffee table. <laughs> it's such a great movie. And Carrie Fisher, probably your best I role, know. I think. It, yeah, I miss it was a her. Great, great movie. All right, number five. What was the last thing that pissed you off, major or minor? Oh wow! Did you, did, you see, did you see the look? Heard, you heard see, the now, sigh. Now I probably shouldn't say actually because it's a very volatile topic that could just really spin everyone out. Let's just say we can leave it at that because that, that's that's pretty. There good right is there. a comb over involved. <laughs> well, that's a good answer there. Good answer What's the right last there. thing that pissed you off? A comb over. End of end of question. That's <laughs> okay. perfect. Thank you. Okay, number six, pizza leftovers, cold or warmed up? Warmed up. War- she takes the time. Takes the time. Appreciate that. Number seven, what is your favorite cuss word? It would have to be fuck. Fuck. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only James Lipton thing. It's very you know versatile. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a high. It's a low. It's a middle ground. It's yeah, everything. It, it's verb, noun, adjective, Where gerund. Okay, the last. The last question. Yes. The eight of the great eight. Question eight. This is our favorite. <laughs> this one's our favorite. And everyone has one. <laughs> what is your best impression you do? Oh, my gosh. Could be famous. Could be not famous. <sighs> everyone does one. No. Everyone does not Every, do one. Everyone does a cartoon character. No. Everyone does a commercial. Everyone, everyone does, does a I, family member or, a, uh, or someone you work yeah. with or anything. Uh, <laughs> your husband oh. upset your 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 kids um, everybody has one. Oh, guys i i'm not funny Let's it doesn't see. have to be funny it doesn't have to be funny but what's up doc see, that's, all, that's all it took man all i can exactly. come up with there, see see what you just did you just I did, did i did it was quiz. under duress it's under duress i protest this impression yes. damn it <sighs> It's a lot of pressure. Like, every, all the other Con- questions are fun. Congratulations, Shannon. You <laughs> made the Thank grade eight quiz. Grade eight quiz. Thanks, awesome. Guys. Everybody, okay. go to the website. Buenas noches. Buenas noches. <laughs> See, there's an impression right there. Yeah. Bueno, See? Yeah. You had one in there. You didn't Yo even puedo know. hablar español perfectamente. Yes. <laughs> See? Claro que sí. That See? was because no, of Pablo she, Roberts. Yeah, I was going to say, that's no. Pablo. <laughs> See, the, the, yeah, the, the exactly. pressure of asking the questions over, now she's flowing. It's just, yeah, she's, she's just flying with coming out. out of me like chimichangas. Yeah, how, uh, how are people going to know when the book is officially out? Oh, uh, well, just know on Valentine's Day, if you are thinking that your life 
your romantic life sucks, go to Amazon.com <laughs> and pick up. People already she do that. dated the asshats but married the good guy from Toxic Love to Real Love in 12 Exercises. Yeah, because Valentine's Day for me, part of my husband, was always a very sad, lonely, miserable holiday. So you are not alone, and this book will help. Um, and Perfect. and you're going to start getting into the um, one-on-one or the... Yes, the one-on-one coaching starts in March. It's called Love School. Um, that, actually, I do have a coaching website. is shannoncoleary.com. Okay. Okay. All right. Done Excellent. deal. Uh, we appreciate it. That was awesome. Well, You're the best. It was It'll really fun. Thanks for breaking me in. Oh, so thanks for coming out. All <laughs> driving out here. To, uh, we appreciate that. Thank you that so much. Great. Again, uh, the woman formerly known as Beautiful.com, all the information is on there. Her past books, her blogs, all the subjects, love, sex, kids, parents, body image. I mean, great read, you guys. Uh, definitely check that out and uh, look for her, her book coming out on Amazon. Okay. Bye. Thank Bye-bye. you. Thank you. We're going to get out of for a minute and we'll wrap this thing up after the break. Um, you're listening to Roy and Jimmy Thing here on chaoticradio.com. We'll see you in a minute. There it goes. <laughs> Welcome back to the last segment of the Roy and Jimmy thing here on chaoticradio.com. Man, that was, uh, that was a good time. Thanks. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, super fun gal. Great, great advice. Definitely check out her website. Um, yeah, the woman formerly known as beautiful. The woman formerly known as beautiful.com. Or you can go to the Shannon Caleri, um, dot com also. Um, look for her Kindle to be released, the Kindle book to be released on Valentine's Day, you can actually go to Amazon and pick up the book now. So if you got Prime, man, you'll have it here like, what's today? You'll have it here Wednesday. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, look that up and it's 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 like eight bucks. Oh yeah, super cheap. <laughs> and if you get her older books too, we're four ninety nine, five ninety nine. And definitely check out her blog and on, on all these subjects. It's uh, even if you're not going through any of those, they're fun reads. They're they're a great read and she's she's awesome. Um can't thank her enough for coming in. And bringing some talent into the station. (laughs) (laughs) Put some class. Oh. We got line one. You're on the air. No, they're not. No, they're not. I got to actually have to wake up this computer. We've been on the the other end all this time. Don't hang up. It looks like Dennis. 9495. Well, it's about time. We would like to give him some advice. Jeez. Yeah, we could have helped you out, Dennis. Could have. Could have, but no. Let's put this call through, and you are on the air. Welcome. I'm on the air. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hey, Dennis from the Guard Shack. How you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey. hey um, I, I went to the store. Okay, I wanted to get fitted for one of those ass hats, but I didn't know if they came in a fedora <laughs> or a cowboy hat or a snapback. So uh, I think a you f- have a and let me know. I think uh, a fedora ass hat would totally make the look for you. You think so? Yeah, I think so too. I'll wear it, I'll wear it to the legacy. See what you guys think. Perfect. You're gonna get the fedora with a little feather or by itself? Oh, feather. 
A feather, yeah, definitely a feather. Yeah, definitely a feather. <laughs> You're a feather guy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> how, are, how are things uh, on the uh, the compound there, Dennis, tonight? How's everything you know, going? They're here. Uh, everything's nice and peaceful on this side. Well, there you go. That means you're doing your job. That's right, damn it. You, you can put what us down. You, guys? you can put us down huh? for references if you need to. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. There's never been any shit started when I was at a comedy show, right? No, no, not at all. And then no. uh, again, uh, another reason for the 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 gold membership to the Legacy Room. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm bringing. Uh, I did. I did have two people come and uh, I bought tickets for them for the, the show too. Oh, thanks, buddy. Uh, That's going to be fun. Hey, you know, it, it, it's already here this Saturday. It, it came so yeah. quick. But uh, you know, uh, Derek Murray, your buddy, and Sean Williams, yeah. and uh, yeah. and then you get to see some new talent too, Kane Holloway. Yeah. A uh, little guest spot from a uh, 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 a legacy favorite. He does the open mic down there, and he's a musician, Robert uh, Robert Thompson. Um, okay, yeah, we met him last week. Nice guy. And then Helen Hong. I'm looking forward to seeing her set. So it's going to be a, another fun show. So yeah, I haven't I haven't seen Derek in a minute. You know, it's been it's been a little while. Been a little while. Yeah, and yeah. but he'll he'll knock the doors off the place like he did last time. So definitely right. a, a strong lineup. So. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. You bringing? Uh, is Alan coming out with you again? That's the plan. Yeah, excellent, excellent. It, it, yeah. Won't, it won't be a legacy show without Dennis and Alan. That's yeah, all we, I'm saying. We're just going to cancel the whole damn thing. If you get the flu, man, make sure it's not the second week of the month. Okay, okay, I can do that. <laughs> you well, that? Now, uh, just so you guys know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm I'm a proud uh, boyfriend. Uh, Christine got a. A promotion at her job, so now she is the general manager of the restaurant. Oh, excellent. awesome! Congrats, Christine! Congratulations! Yeah. Very good. So now her days off will be Monday and Tuesday. Mine will still be Wednesday and Thursday, but she'll get off early on Saturday, like five six o'clock. So one of these times, my plan is to drag her butt over there too. Oh, excellent! Has she she yeah. hasn't been to any of the legacy shows. That's right. No, no, she hasn't. Well, heck, she has been to the she has been to the Brea Improv sure. last week. But. Yeah, that was awesome. Thanks for coming out last week. Oh, thank you for the ticket. See, Absolutely. See, we're not lying. Dennis is the one of the the best supporters of uh, a Southern California comics. Uh, so appreciate it, man. Thank you. I appreciate the you know everyone treating me like a friend and and. Uh, you know, it's good. We don't treat you like a friend. You are a friend, and and we have oh, well, and we have to know. look at you. You can kill us <laughs> with a oh, snap of your I, finger. I thought you meant, we have to look at you. Fuck. <laughs> you know, I'm not that bad. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, did you see my my moonshot the other night? I said it's not a full moon, but. I was getting ready to watch uh, Return to Nihasa. Yes, I saw that. Very yes. nice. Good, good tag yeah. there, Dennis. Good tag, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I watched it. It was pretty interesting. It, it definitely had a twist. Yeah, it did have a twist there at the end. Yeah, and it had the twist. It had the uh, the holy gully, and I think the hokey pokey. I think all three dances were in there. <laughs> did you <laughs> did you turn yourself around, or did the movie do that for you? A couple times the movie kind of turned me around. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. No. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. See, look yeah, at that. Another another viewer, <laughs> another listener from the Roy and Jimmy thing, getting getting a view for the movie Return to Nihasa. Very good. Yeah. Very yeah, I've, good. Uh, 
I, I got a few people interested in watching it, so. Nice. I, I figured, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm spending all this money on this Amazon Prime. I may as well make it worth my while. Well, Absolutely. Yeah, and it, it's one of the perks of Amazon Prime that people don't, you know, not aware of. You got a whole music library, uh-huh. movies you can watch. So, yeah, definitely. Right. They offer it, watch it. Yeah, and now if I could just get them to deliver uh, eight days a week. Eight days you know, a week. Time. <laughs> you know that, that the, the Beatles, the last Beatles uh, movie that came out is uh, by Ron Howard. Oh, yeah, the documentary? Yeah, and uh, so that's what I wanted to get for uh, Caleb's girlfriend, you know, she's a, a big-time Beatles fan. <clears throat> The whole thing about Amazon Prime, oh, you can get it shipped next day. No, these guys fucking don't take two weeks out. Uh, I don't know. Well, I told I mean, him, I said, hey, I know somebody that works at Amazon. He'll just kick your ass because he's big, too. <laughs> Shit. Not care at all. Not at all? No, no. Well, they, they probably didn't know who you were talking about. If they knew probably who you were talking not. about, they'd have had a different answer. That's right. They'd have a different attitude, too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Motherfuckers! Wow. Yeah, that was uh, there was interesting stuff there with Shannon. The the parts that I, I was able to catch. Yeah, I, I we we um, I enjoyed it a lot. That was actually good stuff. A little change of pace and fun to do. She's a lot. Of, she's actually a lot of fun and very witty if you ever read any of your stuff if you jump in there you got nothing to do oh, I just listening to her I could, I could tell she had some some wit yeah she's a little she's a little fireball yeah yeah and yeah, super she, fun cheekbones she has those are you know that in the, in the video you guys did earlier she had those I don't know just cheek cheekbones <laughs> she uh, well we, we'll have the picture up we did take a picture of before she took off she had a long drive back into LA so we, oh, yeah. we, we sprung her yeah. out of here a little early. Dennis liked them cheekbones. Hell yeah, yo. Hell yeah, yo. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she's a doll. She could say whatever she wants about She's kind of, you know, getting older and worried about it. She's she's still cute as hell. And um, Yeah, she, she just spit it out there. Honey, we need to uh, spice our, our married life. Okay. <laughs> whatever you say, babe. That's, uh, that's good. Yeah, it's real good. Hey, Dennis, do you know there's 328 days? Left in the year? I did not know that, Roy. How many hours are there? 7,873. <laughs> really? Yeah. Four, 472,383. Really? Come on, how about some seconds? Some seconds. <laughs> <laughs> 28,342,975 beep right now. Okay, so, what about now? 72. <laughs> so it's 328 days, one hour, two minutes, and 45 seconds beep right now till the new year. So I'd love oh, you yeah, I don't, I don't care what asset you wear, Dennis. You are a pro. That was awesome. That was a good lead. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm sick, there's your fill-in right there. Uh, you, uh, I know you guys know who the Smothers Brothers are, but uh, you, you know much of their stuff. Mom always liked you best. Well, they have this one where they're playing a song, and all of a sudden, Tom decides, you know, he's not going to play anymore. So he says, "Take it, Tom," and he just says, "No." What? He says, "You're supposed to take it like a like a pro. Take it like one, take it, Tom. One, two, three. 
boom, boom, boom all the time. Anyhow, you gotta, you gotta listen to find out when to listen to it. It's really funny. Just reminds me of when he said, oh, you're a real pro. So you guys lead off and I'll just step up to the plate. <laughs> Jesus. That's what I'm saying. He's a, he's a shoe-in, Roy. A shoe-in. Yeah. Mike here will get you on the air. Dennis, you're filling in next time I'm out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to be, uh, I have, I don't know if you guys know this, I'm sure you have. I, I talk too fast. And I, sometimes I mumble. Sometimes I don't think now, see, I, people that, say I mumble. And I don't believe them. Yeah, see that, that 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 was my whole my whole deal. And yeah, you, you listen to yourself back. You, Blaine told me that when we started. He goes, "You're going to realize some of your faults, which uh-huh. is you can't talk. Right, you have to get a cadence. Yeah, pronunciate. No one's going to notice but you, and it's going to sound a little better. A little better." So yeah. enunciate, slow down. So here, so here we are, the pros. And here we are. Now we're sharing these pro tips with you, Mr. Dennis. We're givers, Dennis. We're givers. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Pronunciate, and that automatically slows you down just a little bit where that mumble thing is going to be gone. Because I am king cool. of mumbling shit. Yeah, you're, you're, you, have a, you have a radio voice, so... And Jen, Roy, you're really good too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roy, you're right. Hey, I wasn't stupid when we got this thing together. It's like I, we we need someone in there. Jimmy's the man. I knew it already. I knew he'd carry the show. Yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. jeez, you guys, you're making me blush, you bastards. Oh shucks! Ah shucks! Shucks! Still got Zuzu's pedals or Kathy's pedals or whatever the fuck you call them. Actually, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, it was. Um, it wasn't pedals in the thing. It was a bell. It was a bell. Yeah, that's right for the radio version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because fucking Clarence, he wouldn't have got shit. <laughs> Somebody didn't have a bell. Merry, Merry Christmas. I got. I got to listen. Oh. I got to listen to that again. That, that, that was. I think. I think yeah. I listened to modesty it aside. That was some funny shit. Like five times I've listened to that thing. Yeah, I, th- I think I, I've clocked in five <laughs> on that one too. You know, old, old man, old Harry Potter. Yeah, I, I love how Sean called him uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Sean. <laughs> we knew it was going to happen too. Uh, I, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to the Sean and and Derek this weekend. Those guys are so fun and. Uh, yeah. They're funny and just great guys, and uh, what what a great lineup for this weekend. So we definitely we definitely need some good laughs. So yes, yes we do. Yes, we do. Hey, and how much fun was that thing we did today, Jimmy, on Facebook? Oh, the the the. Oh my God, that was a blast. The Dennis is my. Yeah, and Jimmy is my. Dennis is my favorite. I'm going. Come on, that's not a fucking sentence. (laughs) Dennis is my favorite. Your favorite what? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Your favorite what, ass hat? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, the, the, yeah. I wasn't going to do it because I was just watching everyone else's and finally said, all right, I'll do it. Yeah, I like how you came back with yours for me. That was, that just kind of like ramble on. There yeah. you go. Something, yeah. something crazy like that. Yeah, go go two more words past that. And yeah, and then it, yeah. It, the ironic part was that me enjoying your show tonight. Yeah. yeah. I think of that as word for word, uh, show, your show tonight. Something like that, yeah. So one of my nieces said, Dennis is my favorite aunt. Yeah. I'm like, well, you're, gee, Kathy would be surprised to hear that. <laughs> so. so funny. Mm. 
<laughs> All right, guys, it's 11.01, so I'll let you wrap it up, and uh, I'll see you Saturday. I'll see you Saturday. As always, a pleasure. Thanks for calling in, buddy. All right, gentlemen. Bye. Thanks, man. Well, well, looky there, right? And look at you. You're being a pro. You got your countdowns in. I just <laughs> I just threw him in there real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then and Dennis fed you along. He fed, so how many seconds? <laughs> how many how many days would that be, right? <laughs> Dennis, that's the <laughs> best man. Fucking pro. Ah, we love Dennis. All right, so again, this Saturday night, Legacy Room, Chino, California, uh, last of the Legacy Valentine's Edition. Kane Holloway, Derek Murray, Sean Williams, Robert Thompson, our headliner Helen Hong. Uh, it's actually a dinner show. If you'd like that, that opens. Uh, that starts at uh, doors open at six thirty. The dinner starts at seven. Twenty five dollars gets you to the show. Uh, we're gonna have the the taco bar out there for that. And then uh, if you just want to do the show, fifteen dollars. Eight o'clock start on that. Uh, but definitely come out. It's gonna be a full house. So if you don't have your tickets, get get them asap and uh, come enjoy another. Uh, Another night of comedy in Chino. Chino chuckles. Chino chuckles with and, the, uh, looks, the ladies, la- the legacy ladies, the legacies of the ladies of the legacy. Yes. Um, and then uh, we'll be in the next couple of weeks. We'll be posting more information about that Alzheimer's uh, fundraiser we'll be doing in Rancho Cucamonga on March twenty third, uh, and definitely some uh, great comics for that. But a nice little local fundraiser uh, definitely come out for that and support the Alzheimer's uh, Foundation out here in Rancho Cucamonga. Awesome. Well, look at that. We kind of wrapped We're all it all here. up here. Uh, real quick, uh, we did a shout-out to our friends uh, Kevin and Kyle Cease about their mom. She's uh, pulled through very great yes. and is uh, already 90% on the way to recovery. So uh, thanks for the well wishes on that. And definitely much love to Kevin and Kyle and their family up there in uh, Seattle. Um, oh, shit, there was something else. Oh, and we it, stupid us. We forgot to mention this. Listen, tomorrow night is the second night of the return of the Chaotic Motorsports. Oh, Chappie. With uh, Chappie. Uh, he's back. He's Tuesdays, 6 to 7. Uh, local motorsports SoCal legend announcer uh, Tim Chapman is back on the air here at chaoticradio.com. So uh, definitely uh, tune in for the return of the Chaotic Motorsports every Tuesday night, 6 to 7, right here on chaoticradio.com. That was it. Uh, big another big shout out for um, to uh, Shannon Radley uh, Caleri coming in and pick up her book, the old one, Smash Crash Burn, uh, Married Sex, and the new one she did the assets but married the good guy. Go check her out. Buy the book. And uh, for a good laugh on life subjects, uh, definitely check out her website, the woman formerly known as Beautiful dot com. Uh, you don't have to be going through any problems to read about problems and the uh, great hilarious take on all this. Uh, definitely check it out. Oh my god! I just saw one picked up. It says how to have a threesome in Vietnam. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, go every read. subject is handled on this here. Awesome job tonight, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, again, uh, always a blast with you, my friend. Uh, podcast will be up tomorrow, guys. Uh, look for that, and uh, we're going to be back next Monday, as always, nine to eleven, live right here on CataracRadio.com. We'll see y'all next week. You guys have a good one. We love y'all. Hit them, baby. Hit them. See you.